one of the positives about living in a new country is the excitement of exploring a different environment. New geographical, cultural and historical vistas open up as we experience times and places through a different lens. Since coming to Canada, one of the things I've appreciated learning about is the Underground Railroad, a network that was created to help escaped slaves find their way to freedom in this country. Despite its name, in reality, it was neither a railway nor underground. Rather, it was a movement where people of different political persuasions, faith convictions and ethnic backgrounds found common cause in working for liberty and standing for justice. The Underground Railway was developed by abolitionists and sympathisers to help slaves avoid capture and navigate to safety. It was at its peak between about 1830 and 1865. Because the penalties for helping escaped slaves were severe, it was dangerous requirk, requiring it to be a secret organisation with its own terminology. Freedom trails were the routes developed, a station, a hiding place, a conductor, a guide. An agent was a sympathiser who would connect slaves to the network, a station master, someone who hid slaves. Passengers, cargo or tickets referred to those escapees travelling on the railroad. Stockholders were supporters who gave financially. The promised land or terminus of the railroad was Canada. It's an inspirational story from a very dark period of history whose legacy sadly endures to this day. It is also an aspirational story. As the people of God, we are called to help people find freedom, alongside the continuing need to work for justice, equality and liberation from sinful human attitudes and systems, is the call to help people find true freedom in Jesus. Jesus himself quotes from the prophet Isaiah in Luke chapter 4. The spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free. This freedom is from both the consequences and the root causes of all that enslaves, imprisons, discriminates and oppresses. Paul writes to the early church in Rome about Jesus Christ, who gives life and to set them free from the law of sin and death. This proclamation of freedom is at the heart of the gospel. The good news is not that you must be good, but that you can be free. In our day and age, we need to see new coalitions committed to setting people free. Within the wider mission of the people of God, I like to think of InterVarsity in Canada, TSCF in New Zealand and IFES around the world as branches of a new kind of underground railway. My questions, as one who wanders the tracks, are these.
How do we help young people, students and graduates find the freedom trails that lead to Jesus? Where are the safe places where questions can be asked, help given and hope shared? Who are the conductors who will walk with people on this journey, sharing life and growing faith? Who are the agents who can connect people into our networks, who are proactive people showing hospitality and intentionally forming relationships? Who are the stockholders who support our mission financially and who pray and partner in supporting roles? I believe I do have a few friends around the world working together on this railroad all the live long day. The original Underground Railway had songs too. Because it was illegal to teach slaves to read or write, stories were passed on through oral culture and music. Songs often had coded meanings connecting biblical stories of rescue and journey to the promised land or heaven with ideas of escape, freedom and a journey to a new country. In this song, you can detect the hidden meaning fairly easily. Steal away, steal away, steal away, steal away to Jesus, steal away, steal away home. I haven't got long to stay here. Or another popular song. Go down Moses, way down in Egypt land. Tell all Pharaohs to let my people go. When Israel was in Egypt land, let my people go. Oppressed so hard they could not stand. Let my people go. Pharaoh was code for slave owners or foremen. And Moses would be a code for a conductor on the underground railway. Like in the movie Argo, where the CIA plan is to send in a Moses to lead the fugitives to freedom. Harriet Tubman, perhaps the most famous conductor on the Underground Railroad, said she used this spiritual to let slaves know that she was in the area and would help those who wanted to escape. Perhaps one of the the best known songs, which for reasons I've never really understood has become the English rugby anthem, is the easiest to decipher. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me home. I looked over Jordan and what did I see? Coming for to carry me home. A band of angels coming after me, coming for to carry me home. This was a direct reference to the Underground Railway and a signal to get ready. The Jordan was the Ohio River that had to be crossed to reach the Promised Land. The angels were those who would help on the journey. Home was a new life of freedom in the North. These spiritual songs allowed hope to be kindled and action communicated in ways that would have been absolutely forbidden if the owners had understood the meaning. In our underground railway, sometimes in hostile environments, how do we use the arts to kindle hope and communicate truth? How do we sing a song that leads lost men and women home? 
as well as the hidden codes in the songs, there were also secret symbols. Quilts may have been used as a way of memorising symbols and displaying alerts to travellers on the railroad. The historicity of some of this is disputed in some quarters, but it still illuminates the way the underground operated and has been passed on through the oral heritage of those who escaped. The idea is that different images on the quilts communicated different messages. The monkey wrench symbol meant get ready and pack for a journey. The crossroads meant keep traveling to Hope Station in Cleveland, Ohio, where runaways could board the last boat to freedom. The log cabin symbol meant a safe house. The drunkard's path meant that slave catchers were in the area and that zigzagging or doubling back was necessary to avoid capture. Bow ties meant a change of clothes would be provided to smarten up a dishevelled look and appear of a higher class. A bear paw meant follow an animal track through the woods. And the North Star meant to look to the night sky to navigate north by the Pole Star or the Big Dipper. It's intriguing to consider the place of symbols and what they communicate in our current visual landscape. The peace sign, the poppy, the thistle, the silver fern and the maple leaf are all instantly recognisable. Symbols for Bluetooth and Wi-Fi are relatively recent but have achieved global recognition. The logos of sports teams, brands and food outlets express identity, command loyalty and signify presence. The early church used the ichthus symbol of a fish which was an acrostic for Jesus Christ, God's Son, Saviour. In the icon for this podcast, I chose to use a symbol from the Underground Railway, which is partly why I'm telling you about this today. The arrows or triangles symbolise geese flying overhead. This acted as a primitive compass. If you followed the flight of the geese in the spring, they would lead you north to Canada. The image that I have used was made in tiles as part of a memorial, and the artist has written the message of the geese. You will need good eyesight to read it. It says, over my head, I see freedom in the air. I hope that in these days, as in days before, we might point the way and lead others to freedom. I'm always encouraged when I see new ground being broken, fresh routes being developed and new stations established. This underground railway is an enterprise worth joining. Perhaps you're called to be a conductor, supporting travellers directly, or maybe an agent introducing people to a network, or even a stockholder who gives financially Whatever your part, together our aim is to lead people to freedom. Daniel 12 says, Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Paul also uses the imagery of stars. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, 
shining like stars in a world full of crooked and perverse people as you hold firmly to the word of life. Or as the message translates it, go out into the world uncorrupted, a breath of fresh air in this squalid and polluted society. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of the living God. Carry the light-giving message into the night. We are the signposts. We carry the code. We sing the songs. We are the railway. The need now is as great as ever. All aboard! I'll avoid the temptation of making a trade noise. <laughs>